morning, and good afternoon, everyone. <laughs> wow, I just drove in from Hesperia, which is a bit of a trek from here in Ontario, and it was really cold out there. Hello, D-Double Edge. Hello, Alfie. Greetings, TSC Creefield. Hello, Pure All Partner. Good seeing you. Good afternoon. And welcome to another exciting episode of the Beast Tech Tuesday. I believe this is episode 109. 109 of them. Wow, this is crazy. Where's Odyssey at? I'm going to show you what Odyssey is. I'm going to flip this around. Uh, flip this around right here. And it's right there. So there's a, the Viper, the 912, and Odyssey right next to me. So Odyssey's right there, sir. <laughs> Get the van, it's right here. Send it, it's right here. Can't send if I'm talking to you guys. Mingo, hello, hey, yo, Paul. I owe you a package, don't I, Paul? It's been so busy here at the office. Um, so far, what's that? I sent you information on our electromagnetic generators motors available for lease now. I would like to read about that, by all means. I need to take a look at it. Um, I need a cut, I got you. Wow, thank you. So am I looking kind of rough? Fabian does a good job. Been kind of crazy, maybe? I don't know. Anyway, thank you. Um, it was fun trying to watch you pronounce my name. Thank you. Do a cyber truck build. You know what? That is crazy what Tesla did. I don't know if that is a, um, how should I say, a marketing stunt, or if that really is what Tesla's going to launch, which is pretty crazy. Um, are you cold out there in Pomodachino? Right here is not so bad. It was in the 50s. But in Hesperia, it was in the mid-40s, which is pretty crazy, you know? The, EV, the, the vid on the EV Porsche launch was banana, says Paul from Fox Design. Yes, thank you. There it is right there. This thing is... You know what's crazy? That silly EV 935, wide body and all, will take out every car in this shop. Maybe the, maybe the wagon will give it a hard time top end, but this is the fastest car in my arsenal. How crazy is that, you know? Um... Yeah, I thought, I thought a polygon truck wasn't real either. A Ridgeline build, totally up to Honda. So what typically happens, the OEM comes to us and say, hey, we have this pretty cool project. We would love for you to give us a proposal on what you could do with it, and we do. But the Ridgeline hasn't come across our desk as something that they want us to play with, you know? A90 Supra, in your opinion, says D. Um, tunes seem to be coming slowly, yes. So here's the thing. OEMs have been more and more clever with their ECU mapping and also blocking out access to the ECU. So there's so much craziness when it comes to combinations and the type of lockouts that they have on these ECUs. It's, it's fantastic. I have to do crazy stuff to get access to those tuning maps to be able to flash them accordingly. And with the kind of lockout data that they have and encryption that exists, it's getting tougher and tougher. So it's harder and harder nowadays for us tuners to get access via OBD because of the very advanced encryption that the OEMs put in their ECUs and even partnering with companies like Bosch and Continental to make sure that the encryption is even more crazier. Sometimes you have to jailbreak them. Many times you have to go directly to the ECU board and kind of do a fake um, um, boot to get access to it and grab the data and then close it again without breaking it. It's crazy. So for the A90 Supra or Mark V, it has tons of potential. Look at Super. There, look at SEMA recently. It was tons of them everywhere. And it's going to happen. 
because so many people are out there doing it, it's gonna happen. Very soon we'll have very easy tuning solutions that should be very nice, you know? Can we get, when can we get you on Downtime with Downstar Podcast? Frank, for those of you who know Frank, and Frank with Downstar, he's a great guy, does amazing things when it comes to bolts and, 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 and fasteners. He is the reason why I am here today. Frank gave me the first exposure to a podcast via this medium. So Frank, I have you to thank for my 109th episode plus of the BC Motor Tech Tuesday, because you showed me the light, and I appreciate that. Anytime you desire, sir, I will come down. Sub Noise says, Gabe, that Veloster end is, is sick in the background. Thank you so much. Let me just turn around so you can get a better look. There it is. That's a 2020 Veloster N. We got it to 320 horsepower with bolt-ons. I didn't even touch the engine itself. But talk about encryption. The encryption on this ECU is crazy. I had to do some crazy stuff to flash that thing. So now it's an 18 PSI. I had to upgrade a turbo, downpipe, interior, exhaust, intake, a sick intake, and an intercooler. You may be able to see that right there a little bit. An intercooler in a partnership with CSF is pretty cool, you know? Um, oh, thank you, Hedimoto. Appreciate that, indeed. Um, greetings, Slovenia. Good seeing you. Yes, Frank, I will be more than honored to. Let's make it happen. And I'll probably bring something really cool to the studio. How cool would that be, you know? Ah, thank you so much, Channel 57BG. Appreciate that. I think CH means channel. And for those of you, speaking of channel on YouTube, thank you so much for allowing me to be part of your audience during this archiving moment on YouTube for the BCMR Tech Tuesday. And for those of you listening on the podcasting networks, I use this for podcasting, I appreciate all of you listening, whether you're using the loo, whether you're jogging, walking your dog, working out. I appreciate each and every one of you. So thank you so much. Zanis Dad is asking, when will you build an all-wheel drive EV faster than anything you've built before? 2020. In 2020, expect me with my partners, whether it's Voltaic or EV Moto or EV West or LG Cam or Google or Porsche. We're going to work together and build the craziest, most mind-blowing all-wheel drive EV ever. So I'm pretty excited about that. Hello, Uiparse. Good seeing you. We appreciate your time, says D-double-G, double-edge. You're alive more than anyone else I've seen. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Yeah, vote take in the house, Hedy. Thank you so much. EV Moto. Which shirt is this? This is my OG BC Moto shirt with the 850 horsepower Arock Porsche. At this time, it made 771 and had this crazy kind of look to it. And I think I have a few more left in extra large, I think. Um, I made a very limited supply of these. I think I may have literally maybe one or two left. It's pretty crazy. It is going well, Uparse. Um, got up this morning, was here at the office very, very early after dropping off the kids to work. Um, to school, not to work, to school. And then I had to load up and do what Emergency Hookers does. Thank you so much for all the love, Emergency Hookers. And drove all the way to Hesperia, towed to the Hesperia, and dropped off a beautiful M3 courtesy of Stan Chen at Toyo. And then I made my way back right in the nick of time to do something. What's on this shirt? Some muscle mass. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You're so funny, Mercy Hookers. You need one in Germany. We can make it happen. Thank you so much, funny. My current daily driver, what I drove today was a 2017 Hyundai Ionic Hybrid. Now, before you get mad at me, <laughs> because I'm surrounded by beautiful cars here. I have a 986S right here. I have a Viper there. I have the Odyssey here. I have a Velocity N. I have a crazy 935. I have another 935 I'm looking at here. I have the Waggle Van. I have the, this car right there. Um, I have a 90, 190E. I have a Hot Wheels center seat. We have all these cool cars here, right? But why am I driving an Ionic? Because I love it. 
Not only is it pretty cool and miserly on petrol, so I get about 50 miles per gallon on it, which is amazing, it is chock full of technology, and I love the technology that that car has. As a matter of fact, a lot of what I learned from the controller that Hyundai used in Ionic is implemented in this very same car. Even though this operates at 140 volts and Dionic's a few hundred volts shy of that. Greetings, you know? Um, no Tesla yet, but I'm thinking about getting one for Hedy. <laughs> Thank you, Juan. Hope all is well. Hope you're having a great afternoon on this wonderful and somewhat chilly week. And you know what's crazy? We're about to get a ton of storms in Southern California. Um, it's going to start raining tomorrow, Wednesday, and it's going to rain Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We're going to get some, some storms. It was hailing last week. Jim Genghis Khan asked a great question. Thoughts on the Hyundai RM19? Freaking amazing. I love, so, of course I love Veloster Ends. There's one right here next to me, but what Hyundai did with a mid-engine, north of 350 horsepower, wide body, Streetable vehicle, that's, I feel like that's how the car should have been from factory. <laughs> but um, the price point is a little bit pretty um, at 150 plus, but it's amazing. I, I just want to hear that thing sound or get, be able to drive it. it. It looks really good, you know? Fabio is asking a good question. Fabio Fernandez, is the Porsche behind you electric? That right there? Yes, it is. It is a, um, a full electric rear-wheel drive setup, 475 kilowatts of power, which in horsepower speak is 636 horsepower. Um, it has some Toyo RRs trying to give me the best adhesion I can possible. Has a very unique controller and a quave shifter that allows me to initiate forward and reverse. Has an AM dash for all of my controls and input. I should say, uh, uh, what's, a, what's a good way of saying it? Infotainment. And it's really pretty inside and super duper fast. It's <laughs> Sal, you're so bad. Sal says it's a golf cart. Yes, it is. A really fast one indeed. Do I still have the CRX? Asked Sinbad. No, I do not. It's been long gone, you know. Good day, DJ Ramarov. I'm sorry we left before you could make it over here, but I will take care of you very soon, you know. What a cool performance. Says good morning. Morning indeed, sir. He is in Japan. Thank you for joining us from way across the pond, and I hope that you are staying safe and warm out there, you know. Does the harness, does it harness a charge during braking? Yes. Here's something crazy. So I drove this. Many of you who may follow me may have seen that this past weekend we had a good event at CSF, which is in a city known as Rancho Cucamonga. And it's about nine miles from here. And it was my first maiden voyage of that on the main road. So fully insured, I put a plate on it. And then we, my daughter and I, we drove over there. And can you know what's crazy? For nine miles through like traffic and city driving, I never used my brake. And Sal was with me. Sal STI was with me during that, that, that journey to and fro. Can you believe I never used it? I was at about a 390 volts. And even when it got down to 350 volts during my drive up there, when I regened upon deceleration, it got back up to 380, 390 volts. How crazy is that, you know? Dealing from Belgium. Good seeing you, sir. 997RWB coming up? Not to my knowledge. <laughs> Typically, the customers call us and ask us to do some crazy work to their 997s or 911s. 
and then they happened to have an RWB, or I think once we collabed with EA to build one with Nakai. That 997 looks a little interesting. I, I don't know what I think of it yet. I like what he did with the old school 911s, with the 930s, even the 993s, but 997, I kinda, kinda have to see one in person to see how I like it. Kevin, you are quite tardy, as a matter of fact. Last, Kevin gives me a hard time, guys, for being tardy, because last week was a zoo for me. Um, I think even, I think last week I was at the LA Auto Show and it was absolutely bananas because I had to drop a family to the um, airport. Well, sorry, I had to drop you off and head over to LAX. But I got there very, very late because of traffic at LAX and the guys from LA Auto Show were quite vexed with me. So I'm sorry. Um, it's still renders, isn't it? I look for, you know, no Nakai, they probably have something already dealing. They probably do. 3AP now, hello, good seeing you. What's next, says constant gloving on the build plan. Well, I definitely want to catch up. Oh, AJ, I think I see, I saw you here, and you're asking how have I recovered from SEMA. Not quite yet, still trying to catch up. But trying to catch up with customer builds here. I have a vehicle right here that I need to convert to, to, electronic, to electric as well. Um, I need to take care of finish tuning this other petrol-based 935. I have a CRX here that needs to get a cooling system um, taken care of. I need to do some more testing and wiring on that, courtesy of my friends at Rassant and uh, EV West, and then um, start planning for next year. So someone brought this up earlier about an all-wheel drive EV, and that's what I wanted to start playing with coming in the new year. Um, yeah, I was more than an hour late, Kevin, actually, because of, welcome to Los Angeles. Hello from Sweden, Mark. Good seeing you. Thank you for calling all the way. Um, you can do the CRX on Friday. That'd be great. Um, that would help a lot. Thank you so much. Sick looking 911 with Moby Dickhead. More of that, please. Okay, you know what I'll do? V live view. I would do a YouTube video where I walk around explanation of that and show you what we did. So that body is a 935 um, K3. Thank you so much, Hedy, for finding the original molds of the Kremer um, and being able to pull that body from the original molds from the 80s. So I appreciate all your support and, and attention to detail with that project. Moby Dick was moving more towards the K4, and that's something I definitely want to explore, if possible. Guatemala is in the house. South America, thank you so much. AJ says, lots of work. I'll come by in December sometime with the Integra. Oh, that'd be so great. It'd be good to see that again. Honigan Bashyard, amen. How dare I not have something that's beautiful and go to Bashyard? I need to make it happen. Seven and hey, are you back home? Are you in the UK yet? Seven and got to drive that and give it some... Uh, some throttle input, and he saw firsthand how crazy that is. And mind you, only half of the energy packs are connected on that thing. How much power does the 911 have? You just missed it? So the motor is set up for 475 kilowatts, which is 636 horsepower, but the torque is much more than that, which is amazing. When can I drop off my Veloster N? Sub, I would say after the 15th of December, and we can have some fun with that. What about an all-wheel drive rally car? Sid Dart, I love how you think. That'd be really cool. You know what's weird, though, is I feel that the... And let me know what you guys think. I feel like the Baja rally Porsches are kind of overdone nowadays. And this 935 is very unique, and I want to bring that 935 culture. Maybe I'll build a K4 or 962 or something crazy. Believe you, you kind of missed it. My take on a Tesla truck, it looks really peculiar. I still think it's some kind of marketing stunt by Elon and his team. I don't know if that, if the world is ready for something that angular. I, I'm kind of weird enough while I drive it. For goodness sakes, 
the Hyundai I drive daily has these wheel spats on the back. So I'm, I'm all about the futuristic kind of old school mixed, like Battlestar Galactica mixed with Star Wars look. I kind of like that. Some of the weirdos will probably buy that and cruise it around. But because the masses tend to speak, I don't know if that really is a production vehicle. I don't know. It's kind of weird. And it's a huge departure from what I saw Tesla do before. I don't know. If it is legit, cool. If it's not, very clever marketing because everyone is talking about it, including us. Mr. Deuce is asking, are you going to drive in hyperdrive too? I don't know. See, the, I guess the kiss of death for me with that Netflix show is that I was on a competitor show on, I think someone brought it up here, on the fastest car. So I don't know. But if so, I have some cars here that would do very well there, you know? Tesla truck Moby Dick version. Ha <laughs> ha, source Bia, that's so funny. Um, Dustin Fever says, my CRZ is heating up. But when I give it gas, it helps with the temp. What could it be? Radiator clogged? It could be that, or your thermostat could be misbehaving. Or, you know what's weird? Something may be going with your gasket. Dustin Fever, something of that nature would be kind of hard to remotely diagnose. If you're in the LA area, I would be more than happy to refer you to a reputable shop that can help you with that. Are you driving the Aero Hyundai, our first collab? Yes, I am. Absolutely. You helped me tremendously with that. But people keep trying to steal my, um, the, uh, I caught someone once trying to steal the aero disc you made for me, the turbo fan. So I kind of drive without it off, you know. Yeah, Kevin said it right there. It could be a bad head gasket. Kevin's absolutely correct. And the one way to know for sure is to do a proper leak down, and that'll tell you, you know. I heard they sell 200,000 of the Tesla truck. Well, what I do know, Fabio, is that Elon and his team opened up deposits of $100, which is pretty low. $100 for the Cybertruck, and they got thousands of people. I think their site even crashed. But FYI, usually when you have deposits for like the C8, even the Model 3, it was much more than $100. So I don't know. It's kind of weird. Everyone may end up getting their money back. Leon says, what's up, BC? Congrats on SEMA. Builds look amazing. Porsche looks epic, brother. Thank you so much for the kind words. And you know what? This was the most difficult SEMA for us ever, and team, forgive me. Duran, Aaron, Hedy. I am so sorry. I mean, Lindsay, Albert, um, Andy, Sam, Kevin, you were in and out. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys, that my goal this year was to have zero overnights, and we had three. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But on the other side of that, it was the best SEMA ever. Five vehicles two OEMs, three in-house ones. It was amazing. And these are two of them. And then we had the other red, you know, kind of very artsy 935X right here. And then the Hot Wheels center seat right over there. And then it was just the best of the best. The best center seat we've ever had. The best petrol 935 that anyone's ever seen. The best and first electric 935 ever. And a Veloster N that makes more power than anyone on the planet. It's, it's amazing, you know? Don't worry, Kevin. I'll, I'll make sure you, you, make it up, you make up for it. <laughs> Zacharyllum says he has a concern about his Porsche. Go ahead and share. Maybe I can help you. And if it's too long, maybe we can write directly, you know? Um, is the Hyundai Aero your daily? And is it the one that we worked on together? Yes, it is. Yes, it is, Dilling. Absolutely, yes. Ah, 911. So Lee, there you go. And Lee, by the way, amazing guy, suffered with us too. So Lee is the owner of 911... Um, Headlights, and he did the lights on this, on, on the blue Porsche, this one right here, he did the headlights on that. Amazing optics, he got down. If you see the running lights, it looks like so futuristic. Because of Lee and his team, 
It just put the icing on the cake on making this the perfect mix Porsche between old classic beauty and new technology. The projector lights, the daytime running lights, how it lights up, because I've driven this thing at night, how it lights up the road, it's beautiful. And little or no draw, it's absolutely amazing how little the draw his lights have. It's just the illumination, the optics, amazing, and my PDM barely sees any load on it. It's frightening, but beautiful at the same time. So I can't wait, Lee, to work with you this year on our crazy uh, all-wheel drive setup, which should be pretty amazing. And um, I'm thinking about converting one of my other crazy cars that a lot of you can't, haven't seen. It's like a Ruby Stone Red car to a Hedy's car to an EV as well. I'll, I'll make sure that you guys know about it. Mr. Deuce says, send DM a little while back my build goes. If you guys can do that work. Mr. Deuce, send me again so it can come up to the top. Because in, in, in Instagram here, I get hundreds and hundreds of messages. And they tend to get lost. And by the time I can get to them, it kind of disappears. So please, please do. Um, no, you're too kindly from 911 Headlights. Your work is fascinating. I can't wait to work with you. And even now, I have the indicator lights working perfectly. I even have my AM dash showing the indicators as they're on, because when I was driving uh, this weekend, I, I forgot that my indicator was on turning left, and I got like, oh my god, it's been left the whole time I've been driving, so now I have my dash showing the indicators, so I'm like, oh, it's on, and turn it off, so it's amazing what you can do with technology nowadays, you know? Have I driven a track hawk? No, I have not, sir. I have not had the pleasure, you know? We parsed said, beast, I just finished cleaning and organizing my collection. Fantastic, smashing. Mustang Ford Electric, thoughts? So, Beelieview, great question. You're talking about the E. Mustang. That car is pretty cool. It's almost like it has the Mustang heritage and cues from a styling perspective, but it's elevated like a CUV or SUV. It looks amazing, and I love technology. And they had a, you know, I'm partially the blue. So the one that, if you guys are going to LA Auto Show, and I have tickets to give to some of you in the LA area as we talk about this, so stay tuned. By all means, take a look at the Ford's booth. The car is beautiful in person. Photos do not do that vehicle justice. And the fact that OEMs are embracing this new renewable technology, I love it. I'm telling you, cars, these cars are fast. They're quiet in a great way. This whole lack of soul, I don't see it because this car feels amazing. Kevin, when you come by, hopefully if it's not raining, I'll have you do a drive in this thing. It's really cool. It's really nice, you know? Um, will your cars be at the Jacob Javits Center International Auto Show next year? I don't even know about that show, Eve. Send me some details. Maybe I can make it happen. Marth, the Savarucha. Respect. Thank you so much. Appreciate the kind words. Just resent the details, BC. You're the man. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing that. Hello from New Jersey. How much power is the Petro 935 putting down? What motor and trans? So for 935, I designed that entire turbo setup to handle north of 800 horsepower to the wheels. It's the same setup that's in this. And we made 850 in this. So it's that same setup. Instead of a water-cooled power plant, it's an air-cooled 3.3 liter with all modern controls. So it uses CAN bus to communicate, communicate to the front for all the data. It has full sequential fuel injection, column plug with a dual spark for each cylinder, so 12 coils, column plug. Above and beyond that, it has very, very modern injectors. It came in with some old-school Rochester shower heads. And now it has high impedance 5.0 EV14 Bosch injectors, which has amazing control and amazing coils and spray pattern. 
And the pickups, when it had, before it had a very crude DOS-based ECU called Hestec, with the resolution had three prongs for the pickup. Now it has a 60 minus two wheel on the crank and a single hull for the cam. Very advanced, starts up immediately, just drives amazingly well. But for my client, because it's not my car, my goal is to keep it at 400. So when you see it around, it'll be at 400, but uh, be careful because I'm gonna have a hidden button where it can boom, shoot up to A+. Hi there, Juan, good seeing you. Um, <laughs> so for those of you who don't know Andy from Arce Build, A-R-C-E Build, he says, FY Kevin, if you get behind the wheel of the EV Porsche, make sure that you have a hands device on, because <laughs> it's frightening. That thing is, is the fastest car I've ever had. Frightening fast, you know? Um, <laughs> Kevin says, don't forget it has wastegates bigger than the turbos. Yeah, the old setup had a wastegate, you know, the old Porsche wastegates are pretty large, and the turbos are really small. We kind of reversed it. So now we have these beautiful, very efficient twin uh, Turbo Smart wastegates. And then we have these large 56 millimeter billet turbonex setups. Juan Pamelga from Guatemala. Greetings, good seeing you. Hedy says, punch it, it's not a skip. She's, by the way, Hedy's crazy. Um, this lady has no fear. Um, don't punch it, Kevin, you will die. Hedy almost took out the trailers back here in the back, trying to punch it, you know? Must pop over to South Africa. I got a thousand horsepower R8, you can have a go in. I'd love that, and you know what? It's amazing because I just had a meeting with 20 South African mayors in, last month in the Bay Area, in uh, Silicon Valley. So Durden, Johannesburg, uh, Cape Town, all these major cities in the area, I met each and every one of the mayors, took tons of photos and had a great time with them. And I, have, I feel like I have family there in South Africa, so don't be surprised if you see me in the next couple of quarters out there. Eh? Contrast Globing says something very interesting. I have an idea for one JC Turbo Toyota minivan that just so happens to be red. Help me make this a thing. Fast than the sequel. I'll be more than happy to, as long as you can wait, because we have a whole lot of cars here that need some love. I'll be more than happy to. South Africa represents this, Hedy Moto. <laughs> Thanks, Hedy. Oh, rural drive, not red. Even better, I love it. And that's the Achilles heel of this van right here in front of me. 1,000 horsepower with more potential. If you watch the fastest car episode, they actually gave away, I told them not to show that, but they gave away what it really makes. You can clearly see 800 foot-pounds of torque, but take a look at the horsepower that showed on the screen. But it's front-wheel drive, so it's kind of, physics works against me. It just spins and spins and spins. Adhesion is not a strong point. If I can remove that power from the front and put it to the rear, this thing will be amazingly ridiculous, you know? Yeah, Hedy almost crashed. Yeah, she recovered, but uh, she almost took the, both trailers. The 44-footer and the 24-footer. Hedy almost took those things out. How crazy is that? Greg Hindi, 12, says, love your work. True artists and scientists. One day, I'll love to collaboration on a bill with you. It'll be an honor, sir. Thank you so much. Do you also drive right-hand drive, says Uparse. Yes, I do. So every time I, I travel to UK every year, and I don't take cabs or the subway, I literally go and rent a vehicle. So it's so weird, I tend to, uh, it takes me maybe five, 10 minutes to get accustomed to it. My father, I remember last time, Hedy was saying to me, um, are you sure you can drive back in America? Because you, you drive so well right-hand drive, shifting with your left. Because, you know, of course, most of the cars are manual, manual diesel, as Billy View says. Do you know anything about diesel tuning, he asked, tuning-wise? No, I do not. So I've been a petrol guy from, from for a while, since I came to this country. So I played around with gasoline, I played around with exotic fuels, 
methanol, ethanol, toluene, you name it. Um, I've played around with hydrogen even, or alternative fuel. Done things with um, uh, compressed natural gas as well. Did things with carburetors. I used to race carburetors that had numerous records which still stand today for inline four side drive carburetors, you know? Fast forward to today, I've now transitioned over to electric vehicles. So I've not done anything with the diesels, especially since the OEMs are pretty much my partners on a lot of builds, and a lot of OEMs are moving away from the dirty nature of diesel. And as a matter of fact, Honda is the one who prodded me into playing around with hybrid technology and, and electric motors. And then when I had experience with Acura, and one of my good friends, David, came out over here with the Tesla, that was it. And then when we went to see Michael then from EVOS, and then that, I was sold, that was it. I was done, done. Any updates to strengthen the CRV rear end? Need to handle a thousand horsepower all-wheel drive. So nothing yet. So because of our SEMA projects, I was playing with the wagon. Kevin, who's here, ITB Kevin, was kind enough to rebuild the transmission. Smooths beautifully. He put a final drive that is much more appealing for anything longer than eighth mile. Yes, I was running out of gear in eighth mile. Right when we were getting ready to test, SEMA crunch started. So now that the SEMA is starting to die down, our goal is after these rains to go out and test. And I even have a strain gauge to do clutches shifting. Um, Kevin, tracks next week is going to rain. So unless we plan on doing some slipping and sliding on the track with no one there to help us, it could be a problem. 602 wheel horsepower Elantra. You must be talking about the Elantra GT, Kevin. Yeah, we built that years ago. That was our first build for Hyundai. And I have a good story about that. In 2013, Hyundai gave us an opportunity to build a car for them. And they had all these builders who worked with them all these years. And it was our first time working with them. So we wanted a BK, which is then the Hyundai Genesis Coupe. I wanted our spec. And we were declined. The only car that they allowed us to build was a Lantra GT that no one else wanted. So no other builders put in a bid for Lantra GT. So we got it. Now, I grew up in the 90s, and I loved touring cars. So I wanted to do something that paid homage to the touring cars of the 90s. So I built this kind of track-oriented, crazy 602 horsepower Elantra GT using their earlier Theta engine. So it was a 2.4 liter, sleeved the block, pistons, rods, poured the head, valve train camshafts, um, got rid of the factory rubbish manifold, did a custom manifold in combination with, with um, our friends from Golden Eagle. Um, kept it as port injection, put an AM Series 2 on it with some water methanol and some, uh, some race fuel, custom intercooler. First time I'm not even trying, 602 horsepower. It was amazing. And when it got to the show with a crazy intercooler hanging out, that was my, like my signature from the CRZ days, people lost their minds. The media went crazy and it ended up being the best car in the booth. They put it on the corner the first day, and when they saw the response, they put it in the center of the booth. So it was awesome. So I'm so proud about that. And uh, since then, we've been working with Hyundai every year. And can you believe it or not, that particular vehicle had more attention, more media impressions than all the cars combined up to then, including their rear-wheel drive converted BK they had a couple years back. I'm very lucky, and I have a great team. Hello, SOS Customs. And for those of you who don't know Saul and Oscar, they did interior on this. They did interior, a little bit interior on that. Interior on the Odyssey van. They did interior on the wagon. These guys are masters of their craft. I wouldn't go anywhere else. And they're in Oceanside, very beautiful area, very strong military presence. Their work is top notch. And I think they did some stuff with TJ Hunt and some other big YouTubers as well. Because their work is just 
just top notch. So guys, thank you so much for your support and advocacy. I love you guys so much. Um, let's see. I love build D16s. I do too. Alex240, turbo. Let's see. With the, I'm trying to see what he's saying, but I can't. Uh, so about the van set contrast gloving. How can I talk to you to bounce ideas back and forth? I have an idea in a vehicle. I need the turning building experience of a master such as yourself. So if you need a decent amount of time, it'll be, it may be tough because I'm kind of slammed until December 15th. If you're willing to wait until after December, we can probably chat, um, call into office or if you're nearby, you can come by. But I'm pretty crazy till mid-December. So let me know if that works out for you. Um, did you do a tour on the 911 behind you yet? No, not yet. So I got a request this afternoon. So my goal is to do a YouTube video on that, talking about everything that makes that tick, from the interior to the exterior to the motor, to the controller, to the inverters, to the shifter, to the dash, to the wheels, to the suspension, to the wiring, to the <laughs> everything. So my goal is to talk about that and then to give you guys maybe a ride along and also maybe an outside video of how it drives. So I want to do that. Any more plans for the Odyssey? So Caucasian, great question. It's a dirty, dirty car. <laughs> what do I mean by that? Um, I love this Odyssey a lot, and it is the most popular car I've ever built. And Honda doesn't want me to do much of anything else with this. Jay Leno drove it, loved it, thought that this is how Honda should feel. He loved this car. He said himself, BC, Honda engineers used to drive this car because this is how Honda should feel. So I was very flattered to hear that from Jay Leno. But what could I do next to take this to the next level? You know what I would love to do, guys? And let me know if this is appealing to you. I would love to convert this to a real-wheel drive electric. Let me know what you guys think, if that's something I should do. And if so, we'll put something together and make it happen, and I'll do a build thread on that. Ooh, Jim Gingas, I love how you think. How about if I made the van all-wheel drive electric? 1,000 horsepower all-wheel drive. This thing would just, and leave the interior the same. Just leave it just looking stock. How crazy would that be? And he says no. <laughs> yeah, dual motor, right? So you know who makes a bad dual motor that I like a lot? The guys from um, Karma. They have a pretty good setup, you know? Dual motor all-wheel drive. I like how Winter is saying, you know? If it's cheap enough for electric Tesla motor front and rear, uh, depends. All-wheel drive electric assist Odyssey, yep. Kevin says no. So Hedy says no. Kevin says no. Garcia likes it. Caucasian likes it. Jim Genghis can, I guess, is on the fence. I'm going to do a poll and see what you guys think, you know? Convert it <laughs> to the Tesla truck. <laughs> so I should do some angular stuff on it. So it is iconic, you know, and SOS likes it. See, SOS is supported. He's my partner. My partner is built. He likes it, you know? I'm done. And guys, I'll do a build thread on this, on us cutting it out. Yep, ludicrous truck. Do it. I like it. So it will be... Honda is also moving to renewable energy. So if you see their booth, if you see what they're doing, if you see what's happening in Torrance and Ohio, you won't be surprised about what I'm doing. You know? Go do a fund me. Go do, go do a GoFundMe. Maybe I will. Leave the van alone and build a second one electric. Um, it's just, there's, there's nothing, it's like, it's a really cool van. It's really powerful. Sounds amazing. Really fast on the freeway. But from a dig, it just smoked. I go to, Albert just put tires on this thing last, a couple weeks ago. The thing goes through tires like crazy. So imagine how it looks, but it's all-wheel drive. 
with some, you know what, I'll do a poll. Let me see. Um, put a billet four rotor in it. You know Honda would kill me if I put a Mazda engine in this thing. <laughs> Leave that one alone. Hey, you know what, tell you what, I'll propose it to Honda, and when they reject me, which they will, I will, <laughs> I will then convert this one. No, I'll do a poll, see what happens. Bangalore the Cow says, love the shirt. Thanks for the hookup with the purple. I'm sponsored by them now. By, oh, you mean Pure Eyesum. That's good. Fantastic. Great dyes. And I think I have, I'll check with Lindsay and see if I have any more of these left. But uh, I may have one or two left, you know. And I'm not going to bring these out. These are, I'm never going to make any more. Which 935 is quicker or faster? By all means, this one, not only is it faster than the red one, this is faster than anything in my shop. Anything I've ever built. It will destroy the Viper. Now, top end, I don't know. Maybe. You know what? It will. That would destroy the Viper. That would destroy the blue 911. That would destroy the wagon. That would destroy this 986S, the Odyssey. That thing is fast. I can, I need to get alignment and take this thing to a quarter mile track and see what it does, you know? You want an EF shirt? Joe, I have quite a few. I have a few shirts of the EE wagon. I have the, I have it in natural color, like a tan. I have it in blue and I have it in pink. And forgive me, I haven't, I haven't been, um, I really haven't been promoting those shirts. I should put it up and let people know that it's still available, you know? Oh, okay, come on, Kevin. We're here all day today. Come on down. Um, Vipers aren't that fast. Kevin, you're crazy. Maybe you're talking about Gen 1 or Gen 2, but the Gen 5 Viper is pretty freaking quick. I almost lost it at California Speedway, and I was destroying this boosted, um, this boosted uh, S2000 that was road racing. No, it's, even in factory form, it's pretty fast, and with a little... With a little Breathing on it, you can get it to easily. It might make 640 now. With a little breathing, you can easily get it to 8900 NA. And with some boost, four digits are just that away, you know? What transmission would you use for a mid-mount K24 on a Civic, aka Porsche style trans? Quave sequential, Jim Genghis, by all means. And if you, I have one. I have a Quave sequential that may get rid of really cheap if you want it. So let me know. I have a quick sequential here with some good gearing. Probably get, it, get rid of it really cheap. Any more cameos on upcoming TV shows? Caucasian, you have to pay attention. Yes, we have more coming up. I'll give a hint, NBC. Okay. From a roll, yes. Diggs, no. Yes, from a roll. I don't know, Kevin, because you know, the Gen 5 has launch control. It's pretty badass. And since the first gear is really long, very akin to the old school 930s, it does three seconds, you know, mid threes, zero to 60. It's pretty good, you know? Oh, he's pointing out your car, Hetty. <laughs> Maybe I am. Wintermaster Hyperdrive, thank you so much. I was thinking of owning an EF at some point. I would keep the D16. It's okay to turbo stock internal D16. What turbo should I use? So Alex240, you want to use something really small. So TurboNex has some really cool T25 turbos. But honestly, because of how cost-effective these things are nowadays, I would highly encourage you to... Invest a few hundred bucks and reinforce the bottom end. So, for example, right behind my dyno over here next to the beautiful 2020 um, Veloster N, I have a D16 block. Now, the D16A6 block, which I have over there, is a very good one because old school, pretty robust. It has metal or steel caps on the cam, oh, not the cam, on the crank, crank caps, which doesn't deform very easily. Rods, I think I have rods for like 320 bucks. Um, pistons, pistons are like mid-400s for the D-series, and you don't even have to sleeve it. If you're very frugal, you can maybe get a CSS set up, 
but with like you know half a millimeter oversized for cleaning up the bore, putting some Trom pistons, maybe nine to one, and some cost-effective rods and a bearing set. A bearing set is like 150 bucks. You can have a bottom end that's robust, and then you don't have to worry about it. Always build your builds with the beginning with the end of mind, because if you blow up your stock engine, trust me, it'll cost more than that to fix it, especially if you hurt a piston and send the, the contaminants or the remnants through your turbo. Now you've messed things up. So here's what I'll say, very simple. And this is against some of the parts I even sell, okay? Get some BC Motor Springs, 130 bucks. Get our rods, 320. Get some Tron pistons from us, mid 400s. Get a bearing set, 150 bucks. Go to a local machine shop, bore it out half a millimeter, throw it together or have your friends, someone help you, or get a professional person to build it. Put it in your EF and then boost away. You can daily do 360, 400 all day, all night and not have any problems. And you'll be good to go. Who do you use for sleeving, Honda B-Series or K-Series motors? I use Caucasian, go Neagle. So the Odyssey right here, go Neagle. The wagon, go Neagle. My blue Porsche, go Neagle. The center seat, go Neagle. I love those guys. They're right here in San Dimas. Very, very particular people. ISO certified, amazing individuals. And there's something they do that's very nice. With Golden Eagle, they have these sleeves that are not open to where they can move around with high stress. They have these braces that go around them to keep integrity. Then they do something very clever with the sleeve as well. It's proud of the block about three to five thou, depending on your application. And it puts more stress, more pressure around the gasket around the head, so you don't have any chances of having to blow your gaskets or very easily, even if your tuner misbehaves a little bit. As a matter of fact, even on my wagon, and I'm sitting at 772, I don't even have O-rings on it. It's pretty straightforward, you know? I want that for my K24RSX. Yep, that's the way to go. Thank you, says Alex240SX. My pleasure indeed. Honda gang, ASAP Louis. ASAP Louis says. I call you ASAP Louis. Forgive me. ASAP Louis. Thank you so much, sir. Were you involved in one of the cars from Hyperdrive, asked Winter La Masta, Winter LA Master. Yes, I was. So SOS Customs is here, um, Saul, and he was a driver, dispatching job, and he had the very beautiful orange 1972 240Z with an LS turbo setup in it. Amazing, right? Now, here's the thing. We had, none of us had an idea of what kind of racing we wanted to do at Hyperdrive. So when we were in Rochester, New York, at the Kodak, facility, which is transformed to this automotive wonderland, we had no clue if it was going to be a drag race, a road race, a drift event, uh, a gymkhana circuit. We had no idea what it was going to be. And of course, we were hoping that it would be like a half mile race, <laughs> but guess what? Um, <laughs> it, ended <up> being <laughs> it ended up being more of a slip and slide drifter's paradise with contact points for targets. So, of course, my good friend Saul with his beautiful and capable automatic LS-powered Z couldn't fare well because it's more for like drag, straight mile, or straight duty. So it's quite, quite sad, you know? But we did our best. Fun fact, home to the only privately owned nuclear reactor. Interesting, Winter the Master. Where is the CRX? Asked Individ82. Well, it's at my friend's place. So my good friends, the twins, Edgar, um, is one of the twins, and uh, they did a wiring here in my facility. And the CRX was sitting in my garage at home collecting dust and said, hey, BC, um, why don't you let us bring this back out? And I said, you know what, you're right. My CRX 
broke so many records, did so well for me, made me very popular. It belongs on the racetrack. So I let it go for little or nothing. I think I sold it to them for like 600 bucks. And um, they took it to put it on a track, and it's been two and a half, almost three years now. Still not on a track. Anyway. Any tips on older Subaru builds? Like, to make a bullet football? Yes. Case slang. Absolutely. Many. Because Subarus, those things love spring bearings, don't they? The Ringlands love to go south. So here's what I suggest. Rebuild it. Take apart the crankshaft, especially if it's the EJ flat, flat four. Port and polish the heads. Get proper valve train. Polish the crankshaft. WPC treat the crankshaft. WPC treat your bearings. Get high performance bearings as well, not rubbish. Get some high quality bearings in there. Sleeve the block. Get some trom pistons. It can help you with trom pistons or rods. Build it pro blueprint that thing and build it properly within factory specs. You can go a little bit on the looser side if you'd like with factory specs. Break it in with pure oil, breaking oil, and then use pure oil constantly in that. You know, my friend pure oil, and you'll be fine. And use a proper tuner. Please begin with the NMI. Use proper components, tune properly, and you'll have a massively amazing build. WPC is amazing. I love those guys, and it helps keep any kind of stupid engine wear at bay. And then you combine that with the bulletproofing with pure oil, the oil, you're good to go. I love the Trump pistons, and you don't have to worry about the breaking down of the ring lens that you may see with the factory cast pistons, and you're good. Italia, Italy's in the house, courtesy of Freddie Fresh. Hello, sheepy. Good afternoon. Missed you this weekend at the event. I brought this out, drove that down, which is amazing as well. But I saw some of your representation there, so you're doing a smashing job, sir. King Kong EK9 got a 96-98 spec JDM B18C. Doesn't quite buy into the low-mile low sales pitch. Any suggestions to freshen it up? Yes. So, do leak down, make sure everything is proper. And you know what? One thing about the B18Cs are that they're extremely reliable when taken care of. Please, please, I beg you, use a high zinc lubricant. Don't do any rubbish, please. Please, please don't. As a matter of fact, Jim Genghis Khan just brought up a good point. Um, he said, uh, I was asking if there are any sales. I'm going to do a sale this week um, on some Pure products. I think Pure has a sale right now as we speak as well. But I want to help you guys keep your setup reliable. So, change your spark plugs, use proper petrol, and please use some high zinc oil and I recommend pure oil, of course. You know? You, you recommend the D16A6 because of the steel main cap? Should I install a Z6 head instead of have VTEC? Yes, you should. Amen. Smashing idea. For me, the awesome co combination of D-series parts, an A6 bottom end and a Z6 head. And honestly, if you want this block here, I'll sell it to you for 100 bucks. You can have it. 100 bucks, you can take it. I really mean it. 100 bucks, take that block. I'm not using it. It doesn't have a camshaft, which works out for you. Take it. 100 bucks. Come get it. Okay? I love to help. I'm here to help. Hey, BC, got any tips or tricks for a new shop with organizing and avoiding time wasting roadblocks? Branded Tito Co. I have tons of advice. But here is what I need to advise you put your customers first. It's the reason why I don't race anymore, but it served me very well. Put your customers first. Partner with only good companies. If you're going to distribute, partner with good organizations, not rubbish ones. Do a good job in making sure that your employees are happy and making sure that they are there for you because, believe it or not, even though customers are paramount and what your business should be built around, your employees are the blood, are the lifeblood of your organization. You have to make sure that they are good, happy, and taken care of because when you take care of them, they will take care of you. Above and beyond that, 
keep in mind that owning your own business is not something that frees up your time. You won't believe how many times I hear that people want to go into business because they feel like, oh, I can make my own hours. Guys, Hedy can attest to this. I am constantly working. I am here every day. If anything, you put in more hours into your business than you did when you worked for someone. I am here every day, daytime, nighttime, holidays, weekends, you name it. A business is like a child. If you want that child to be successful, you have to put in the effort. So you have to put in the effort into your business to make it work, you know? Look, at dealing knows it, and he's all the way in Europe. Free time? Ha, 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 he wishes. He's right. There's no free time. So if you want the kind of business where you can make your own hours and come in and go when you please and so on and so forth, get a part-time job, and hopefully you can make ends meet with that. But if you really do something you love, like what Diling does, like what I do, and you won't feel like it work because you're having a good time. It's like you don't feel like you're working because you actually enjoy your passion. You can do a great thing with it. You can make lots of money and be very successful. But it takes effort. And you know what? To today, I'm still not where I need to be. Do you know that I still don't even pay myself? Every bit of money I make, I put back into the business. And it's like that. And you have to keep doing that and plugging along and pushing along and pushing along and making sure that your customers are number one around your business and your employees are extremely happy. And dealing makes a good point. Make sure you really, really, really like cars so that you can mix business with pleasure. Yes, it's true. And we're saying the same thing in different words, dealing. If you love what you do, you don't work a day in your life. So I look forward to coming here. I have the same discussion with Lindsay up front. She, when she doesn't come to work, she misses it. She loves coming in. Albert just does work going crazy. Kevin doesn't work with me. He loves coming here. How crazy is that? It's just when you have this passion, you enjoy it. It's great. And you know what? Me even driving this has even brought my passion up multifold. So look forward to seeing some crazy stuff from us, you know? Do you use any parts from automotive concepts design? So I think you mean automotive concepts. Um, yes, I do. So on my wagon, um, they supply the rear diff and the diff plates in there as well. So I've used their components, yes, with success so far. What made you love cars so much, says 15335M. That's a very complicated but simple question. I'm very strange. I guess just like my two-year-old son, I've loved cars since birth. My parents tell me that my first word was car. And my second word, believe it or not, 911 Design Lee, my second word was light. So how, how convenient I'm playing with electric cars now when car light were my first two words. So I've always loved vehicles and even when I was in West Africa, all I did was read magazines and dream about the opportunity to play around with cars. And when I came to America, even as a chemical engineer, I took as many mechanical engineering classes as I could. And while I was in school, I drag raced every week and experimented every day on my cars. And then fast forward to today, after a brief stint over a decade in the pharmaceutical research sector, I'm here in automotive fully immersed, which is pretty interesting, you know? N.J. O'Billy is asking, how much horsepower in the Porsche behind me? Well, that right there, believe it or not, N.J., is an electric-powered Porsche. 475 kilowatts is the motor in there. 636 horsepower in horsepower speak. It's pretty freaking fast. Did you drag race in the streets? Ha ha ha, smart bros. I'm very embarrassed. You see how I look down? I was a very naughty person as a student in college. I did a lot of street racing, and I don't condone it. I actually saw someone die in Ontario, and that made me quit. Here in Ontario, I used to live in Gardena. I used to race in Compton. 
You should do a lot of racing in Compton and Maine. Did a lot of racing out near um, Susanna, um, which is more closer to, I guess, what would that be considered? Uh, almost a border of Carson. Oh, it's kind of Carson, this area, an industrial area. Um, did some racing in Silmar and then Ontario, and I saw someone pass away in the Mustang, and that, that was it for me, you know? Ah, so George saw me in the Cohen Pass. Yeah, that was I. I was driving up to Hesperia, dropped off a car and came back, you know? Thank you so much, NJ. Um, did you study engineering? Yes, I did. Uh, I'm a chemical engineer, so I have quite a few degrees. I have degrees in a pure, pure and applied sciences and a degree in, in chemical engineering and engineering management. Yeah, Carson Compton says, hey, James. James, he, he knew me then, back in the 90s when we used to misbehave. Um, I'm trying to remember, I think that was, um, James, what's the city, not quite Carson, what's the city that's next to Carson after 91? Uh, I'm drawing a blank on the city. We used to call it something else. And it wasn't, anyway, it'll come to me. Oh, you're studying mechanical engineering, says Alex. That's great, keep it up. We need more enthusiastic MEs. We make fun of you, ME guys. Us oh, Kemi, we make fun of you, you know. Is this silly design? Stilly, still, still dragon? Stilly dragon? Has the shirt too, thank you so much for the support. So hold on to the shirt, because I stopped making these. These are very rare nowadays. I won't make any more. <laughs> Hello, Ricky Unfiltered. How are you? Good seeing you indeed. Oh, by the way, Alex, forget my jokes. Really, study that. We need more creative, excited engineers. We really do. It's actually pretty, pretty amazing. So as time flies, guess what, guys? It's been a slice of heaven. An hour has elapsed since we've been here. R35, have a great day as well. 22, just came in. What study school helps you the most currently what you do? Um, I would say, Quentin, heat and mass transfer and thermal. Those two classes help me tremendously what I'm doing today. Um, study kids is worth it. Amen. Thank you so much. The V-deck is a plus. Thank you. You know, shows off the chesticles. Anyway, okay, guys, I must depart. So have a great day. Stay tuned. I will do a video soon on that on YouTube and go through it. So this will be up here on 24 hours on Instagram. Then I will have it, of course, courtesy of this, up on your favorite podcasting networks, whether it's Spotify, Anchor, um, what is it, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, I'll have it up everywhere. So, um, yeah, Rancho, Dominic is still part of Carson. I'm thinking of another city, but it'll come to me after that later on. But have a great day, guys. Stay tuned, and I will see you later on. And see you on YouTube if you want to see the archive in about a week or so. Cheers, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you, Caucasian. Have a good one. Cheers.